0: Hello and welcome to the 4th String Podcast, sometimes called 4th Center, sometimes called uh, Why Do We Do This To Ourselves? Uh, my name is Jeff Solomon. I am the current commissioner of the 4th String Madden League, currently in our 13th human year, I believe. Uh, we do not edit this at all before we post it on our podcast feed, so that's why you gotta start fast. With me this week is this current Seahawks owner, Pasta Padre. Hello, Pasta.
1: Hey, very, uh, very happy to be here. We got some interesting stuff to talk about uh, in this podcast uh, going beyond just the fourth string. Yeah, league. we have
0: some actual breaking news for us. And also joining yeah. us is former Seahawks owner and current Vikings owner, uh, Mr. Bri Bryce, uh, Brian Squigglyline.
2: Hello, how are we doing?
0: With a freshly shaved head by the looks of it.
2: Every twice a week, once or twice a week, yeah. Twice a week, wow. I Yeah, hair's that. highly overrated. Okay. <laughs>
0: Feel like you have to say that but that's
2: fine
0: uh also with us uh is justin jk the browns uh but he is on an important work phone call so he has put up his uh big orange team scheme color blocker for the moment um i, I think we should start actually without our talking about our games like we normally would and skip right to this ea email that went out uh just an hour or two ago that one member of our league posted for us and i think we'll have uh, some interesting tentacles of topics that we'll probably ramble for uh, 45 minutes on, if I had to guess, with very little foreknowledge or insight. Uh, Pasta, would you describe what happened uh, today with that email while I post that we are live on Twitter?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so we can go back. This goes back a, a number of weeks uh, longer um, when EA, for those who don't know, uh, Madden, lost a number of franchises, a number of franchise saves, and there have been any uh, several, several different issues with franchise uh, since launch, including things like the draft loop uh, issue that caused people's franchises to stall after a draft. Uh, and then we had uh, a period of days where we were unable to access our franchise and many others were unable to access franchise for, for a few days. And then there was this, uh, which is the, the one in question, which is a number of franchises that logged in at a certain time on a certain day or within a certain time timeframe, uh, EA just lost them. They lost the saves. And uh, they finally came out a few days later saying, we don't think we're gonna be able to recover these and uh we'll get back to you when we know more they dropped some kind of i forget what it was 40 percent or 60 percent that would be lost of those that were affected uh and i think that was probably wishful thinking on their part i I doubt they recovered many of those and so now we have this update from ea where they are uh offering kind of a, a gesture to the people who were affected who lost their franchises, and it's you know, it's losing a franchise is it, not to overstate it. It's kind of traumatic for somebody who's put hours upon hours upon hours. I mean, that's, of that's all video
0: games. You lose your save, and you're ready to like toss the game out the window, right?
1: So it's it just it's a it's a terrible situation, and and sort of like here's what we're gonna do for those people, and uh, the the what they're offering is fifty percent off. Uh, the next Madden, Madden 24, uh, access to a, a closed beta before release. Uh, so that's what those people were getting. They they claim it's 2% of total franchises that were affected. 2% doesn't sound significant, but in this case, it actually is very significant. It's 2% is kind of a, a way that they're spinning it because there are who knows how many hundreds of thousands, millions of, of franchises franchises that are created, and the majority of those are abandoned after a day, after a week, after a month. They're no longer active. What was lost is 2% of the total number of franchises, but those were active franchises. Those were people who were playing in mid to late December. Uh, and and so, you know, if, if you were to tell me, I don't, it, it's just a guess, if you were to tell me that it was actually 20% of active franchises that were lost, I, would, I wouldn't I would doubt that number. Uh, so it, it's, the 2% is just EA's way to downplay it. It's factually correct, but uh, it, it's you know, disingenuous. Um, now,
3: I, I'm no mathematician, but can we confirm that 2% of a really big number is a big number? It's still a lot. Oh, yeah, so uh,
0: my dad does, like, real estate loans, private lending, and he gets paid 2% of like 2 million dollars when he closes a deal. Uh that only ends up being like $40,000 and he'll do like two deals a year. So uh, I, that's a quick How big number, big number to to 2%. Yeah. I had that ready to go. Uh just so, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So
1: prepared. And if and if you're playing in December, uh, you're someone who's committed to the game. It's not somebody who picked up the game, played the 10-hour trial, and then, uh, you know, and then they lost their franchise. It's somebody who's probably been playing since August uh, with their franchise. They may be several seasons deep, like we would have been if we lost it, we would have been a full season deep into ours. Uh, but then there's a lot of people who are playing just by themselves or with a friend or two, and they they could be, you know, I've seen posts on Reddit and stuff, people eight seasons in or whatever, that lose it. And so, um, the, you know, my opinion on this, this 50% off uh, thing for the next game is it's, it's a very weak gesture, 50% off. EA still looks at those people as, as profit for the next game. They'll give you fifty percent off because they know a number, you know, a certain percentage of those people are going to spend money in Ultimate Team. They're not worried about the thirty-five bucks or whatever that's coming off. I would, off the I would also
0: guess if you accept the code, you like waive your right to sue in some manner.
1: Yeah, probably. Pro- there's probably mm-hmm. some uh, stipulations attached there, uh, but you know, and and the closed beta, who cares? <laughs> like, really, um, this isn't. You know, if 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 you had an opportunity to play Madden early and this was 20 years ago. That's exciting. I think people get that and care that much about playing Madden early. It's not like you're breaking out these huge features and innovations. So They'd have to uh, change the game for it to matter. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so that's where we're at with that. And uh, I think it's, uh, you know, uh, I'll give EA credit though. They did something. They didn't have to do anything. They could have ignored it. Now, a lot of people, you know, th- there are a lot of issues with With video game, with any video game, with with sports games, and there are other sports game publishers who would have ignored this and just moved on and hoped that people forgot it. We have evidence of that from previous years where there were uh, very very troubling things that happened with games, and they just, you know, for some of them, uh, some of the publishers, it's just ignore it, people forget, and the vast majority do forget by the time the next game comes out. Uh, EA didn't have to do anything. Um, obviously, they want the PR. Uh, they want to try to get people back on board. Uh, and so they did something. And so they, I, I do think they get credit for that. I just think it's pretty weak and uh, ultimately doesn't really hurt them uh, the way that people who lost their franchises probably want them to be hurt. No,
0: it reminds me of, uh, you know, sometimes... I have to write like a corporate email for someone and they ask like, why was I charged for this thing? And um, cause I'm a very sly and good email writer. What I'll do is I'll try and explain that it was actually a discount from some other rate to get to the thing they didn't want to be charged for. And it reminds me of that where it's like, oh, we gave you 50% off even though like what we actually did was charge you full price this year and completely ruin your game. Uh, but here's a coupon where you give us money, more money, actually. Uh, so thanks for the money is like oh cool
1: <laughs> yeah and it's it look if you wait three weeks after madden comes out you can almost get it for 50 percent off at that point anyway uh it, the way the game the price of these games drop and plus you know you get the discount with uh ea access or uh you know game pass that well i don't remember what it was 10 percent or whatever so it's you know 35 yep. yeah it's it's so it's you know that's nothing to ea and really it doesn't hurt them at all to give a discount to uh, what they claim is an ex- in, you know, a, a insignificant number of franchise people who are affected. Uh, but then also, who knows how you, there's often you know, you also go into um, how do you claim the 50% off? How do you prove that you are one of the franchises? And what percentage of people who are affected actually will go through those hoops to get a discount for a game that they may not even really want anymore? Um, so, EA, you know.
0: I mean, it's a just, bigger it's, insult it's not probably big would have been uh, a code for this year. So at least it wasn't that. Look, if if EA really,
1: if they really want to do something, they would have refunded those people for this year. And even that wouldn't make them whole if they did that because of all the time they lost. Uh, So just trying to hook them back into the next Madden game is uh, a a tactic I would have expected. But uh, it's it's not, again, to me, it's a weak gesture at best.
2: Well, I think unfortunately too. With I mean, it goes back to the idea that they have, you know, the exclusive rights to the NFL, the, the only one that can create uh, an NFL sim. You know, if, if you have competition, then now they're pressed to do even more, right? But like you said, they they don't really have to do anything. The fifty percent off next year's fine. I mean, those people were going to buy it anyway, probably, or or maybe they weren't. But yeah, it just seems. It's, do we know? I mean, does anybody? I have no idea. But, like, from a technical standpoint, like, how does this even happen? Like, does is it like a server that just completely crashed and there was no – I can't imagine there's no backup to it. Like, how does well, this even happen?
3: Yeah, so in the email, they, they detailed uh, what they describe as, like, an unlikely series of coincidences that require a combination of um, server failure combining with old, old code that starts overriding backups. That doesn't and, and sound fixes, unlikely, and it fixes, fixes, Madden having and, old code. And, And their attempts to fix that then leading to the backups being wiped. Um, So it it does sound like, you know, a person or two made a pretty bad error um, that that led to it. But I mean, honestly, like the 50% is insulting. Uh, It's just straight up insulting. Like it's, it's like, you know, if you get service and you, instead of tipping somebody, nothing, you tip them really small so that they know that you're intentionally kind of sticking to them. That's what it feels like. I mean, so like Mm -hmm. you are, you are, telling those players to give you money in the future which is ridiculous i mean anybody in a customer service job who's you know any good at what they do know that like at a minimum you you should be offering the next game complimentary and you know with the promise that you know you're going to fix these things you're going to do right and you know you want to you want to do right by them and show them that you know you can continue to be the game that they want you to be and they're opting not to do that uh it yeah insulting
2: it's, it, yeah, it's, it's definitely a backhanded gesture, essentially, because right, the only way to take advantage of the gesture is to buy the next game, right? So it's still, you're still turning a product over. So the, if you don't buy the next game, then you've got no compensation whatsoever.
1: Yeah. So. Not sure there's more to say on that. That's a great way to sum it up.
0: <laughs> Wait, so there's other information included in the email as well, correct? long email it's a long email yeah okay. but there's there's some tidbits uh about new features that maybe we yeah, be so, talking about
3: one of the things that they say is you know sort of as a response to it that they're going to expedite the rollout of some league customization features at commissioners they don't lay it they don't lay out specifically what those features are and i will say the way it's written they they're talking a lot about the future so it sounds like for a future Madden release um which I'm I'm guessing means 24. I don't know how great I feel about that though. When um the I don't feel like the biggest problem that we're currently having with Madden is features so much as as it is reliability, right? And like you know you have to get that right before you start promising you know more shit you're gonna put in that I feel like is, has a good chance to go wrong. Um, if it they do do it great hopefully you know they can do things like let us turn off stupid ass m factor (laughs) advantages and like all this other stuff that that drives us crazy but i don't know it's you know it's it didn't actually say anything specifically so it's you know it's one of those emails that it's a lot of words that says that says very little uh oh yeah it's, it's...
1: it's They're saying it was something to the effect of we're accelerating yeah. our plans or something. So basically, mm. you were going to uh. do these things. Now you're saying you're going to do them a little faster?
3: Now you're going to rush them. Mm. Yeah.
1: yeah. That's yeah. going to turn out well.
2: They, What's the worst thing
1: that
3: could happen? The,
2: they probably made the email that long, so they're just hoping people wouldn't read it.
0: Well, it worked, it worked on me, but that was because we were rushing <laughs> to get this. Because
2: we I would eventually read it, but we were rushing to
0: get this show started. And I'm trying to fill in the back history of our trade history room so we can talk about the trade deadline. Uh, which is why I keep looking over to the left. I'm working on my laptop, but uh, yeah, a lot of people probably are just going to skim it. That's that's yeah, true. If tru- you make say something long enough,
3: if you're really interested in some like additional reporting and analysis, our Patriots owner Mark uh, at Gamespot is probably going to have a pretty good write up of it tomorrow. I would imagine. Uh, so keep an eye out for that. If, uh, I would imagine probably quoting the text even. But
1: well, this is the ahead. guy's plan, right? Is 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 not specifically that example of an outlet but there will be lots of outlets who are like everybody who was affected they're getting half off the next game wow way to go
3: right they're, and, they're, and
1: they're
3: the same people who mistakenly think that like 40 percent of leagues are wiped out are like hey now 40 yeah. percent of people are getting half off the game that's incredibly yeah. generous it's like uh, no it's mm. you know i, I, well, I, am- I, I like the, I, I like the idea that you know we're you know two percent it's a very very small number but look how generous we're giving all of these people, the yeah. discount. It was like, all right, there's the 2% bigger, small guys.
2: Which one is it? Yeah. yeah. And like, like, pasta mentioned too, like, I am really curious, how are they going to implement this? How are they going to determine who gets it, who doesn't get it? And what is the process for actually claiming
1: yeah. that
2: you get that? You know, that would be interesting to see once that information comes out.
1: Yeah. Cause if it's not, if, if it's complicated or, um, or takes some kind of work for people to do, they're just not going to do it. And so EA gets right. away with not even giving the discount right. to the people who, who did all, it. Right. All, Again, they may not even of, want the game. So All,
3: all but, I'm saying is there's a non-zero chance it's going to be a mail-in rebate.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah, and if you hold it under a black light, there'll be a big middle finger in yep. that rebate. <laughs> yeah. All right where should we go next what else is, is there does the email say anything else worth worthy of chatting about or uh there's something about new know. commissioner tools wasn't there
3: yeah that's what we were just talking about um i mean yeah. so if if that leads to to us making it so that uh i don't have squiggly lines instead of routes for the entire game that's a win but you know that that's stupid that camera anyway. shake Stupid camera shake. You know,
1: forget the tools. Can we have a, a functioning injured reserve <laughs> and a and a and a correct uh, practice Dude. squad and no. like like all these things like uh, like that should have been uh, I... working as of like four years ago.
3: A linebacker that as far as i know like went into the injury tent and it was like the the mystery tent from the simpsons with all the baseball players he just, just fell into a void yeah. and has been falling infinitely ever since
0: i have something important to say about this and I, I it may not be popular but i think while i agree that the current system of programming about practice squad and salary cap and ir and the other like functions of a gm in this game are very out of date and broken I don't think most players actually want the real rules of the NFL because they're quite complicated. And unless you're someone like me who listens to like a daily NFL podcast about the very minutiae of like salary cap management and GM work, uh, you probably don't know most of those rules, such as, as an example, uh, only the top most expensive, like 50 or 51 players on a team are counting against the salary cap. Uh, If you place someone on IR in the preseason, they're out for the year. You don't get them back. Um, Things about the practice squad like, oh, you can activate two players each week, and you can protect them from being signed by someone else, but that also means you deactivate your other players. These are things that I just don't think the average consumer wants to deal with.
1: You're right on some of those, but I think just like the the basics of, I have a player who's out for seven weeks. I'm not going to put him on IR just because, I you don't understand. never give them back to me. Yeah. Um, and plus I should be able to bring him back after three weeks, not eight, which is what the game is still coded to. Uh, and then the practice squad, again, it's it I'm not even looking for necessarily the call-ups every week, but just like veterans can go on the practice squad now, but right. the game will only let you do it with rookies or uh, first or second year players. So um, and so it's like fixing, not necessarily you don't have to copy everything over. Uh, but like having it to just the basics of it function correctly. I mean, again, that's years and years old (laughs) Uh, instead of like trying to catch up to all those different rules changes and things that happen every league year.
2: I I wish there was, they would do something to make the salary, not the salary cap, but like the salary structure, how the whole, all the salaries work actually somewhat understandable without having to create a Spreadsheet formula of some right. kind to well, figure yeah. out. Yeah, they took away one don't. of the most I important
0: columns of the salary screen, which was next year's salary. How am I supposed yeah. to know if I want to extend anyone when I can't see my freaking
3: one year I in the future, let alone two? I mean, yeah, you can only see that basically from the like extension page. Yeah, yeah, and that's
0: a guess because it's not right. I did that last year, and it said I had like twenty-five million, and I needed you know twenty players to make our league minimums. So I traded. Everyone I could to get late round draft picks just so I could trade uh, just so I could draft those positions so I could Mm -hmm. meet league minimums uh, because I had like a a bonus penalty that would clear this year, basically. And I was like waiting it out. I get to free agency and I have a fuck ton of money. I'm like, where did this come from? I need to sign free agents. I don't need these draft picks. And I ended up just cutting a bunch of them. It made no sense.
2: GG. Yeah, I I don't understand. Like, yeah, like, I, there's been times when I've literally gone in, I've selected each player, typed in their name and their salary in a spreadsheet, in like an Excel, added it all together, and then you look at the next year. Like, I have to do calculations to figure out how much money I have for the next year, and then you like, there's no. It would be nice if there was a, a screen of some kind where you can like go by position or and like figure out like where are you allocating sure, your strategy, money Yeah, like on a on a real NFL team, I'm sure they have certain bunches of money dedicated to certain position groups and things like that. And though of course those things are going to be, you know, flexible, but it would be nice to know where all my money's going and what position groups have what and where I need to spend money. How much I have I can spend in a in a certain group. But right. yeah. Or like how so, about uh, the salary cap so, uh,
0: being weekly? You know, like we sign annual contracts. And we just had we just implemented a rule saying you can't cut people after week ten, I think it is, because everyone would just cut people week seventeen if they weren't in the playoffs and be like, oh look at all this rollover salary yeah. I have now. And it's like any actual NFL player is paid by the week. You know, they get suspended one week. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, they lost a game check. You know, and like that's yeah, the we'll salary the cap checks. is how much you spend, mm-hmm. how how many uh, bonuses you have to pay out at the end of the year. Statistically, things like things that aren't in the game like. Oh, did you know that the 50-year option for rookies is actually dependent on Pro Bowls? They may may make more money on their 50-year option if they've made the Pro Bowl. You know, there are all these many, many, many financial aspects that I just don't think Madden GMs want. Uh, maybe we do. Maybe, maybe us weirdos do. But I don't think the uh, Joe football really wants it, even when they're playing franchise mode.
3: But if the game did something to simplify a lot of that and execute it properly, I think that people would be super into that. I mean, there is a reason why there are caps in Madden and things like that and why they give you the ability to do things like find people to extensions and franchise tag and why they added the, the tags that modify what destinations people want to. There is a sizable portion of the... Population who enjoys the the office like hijinks of it. You can literally play the game in franchise mode, just running the back office. So there is some demand for that. So if if they made something that mm-hmm. was a little bit more accurate, um, but you know presented the information accurately and easily accessible, I I think people would dig it. Um, uh, and yeah, like I completely agree. Like if it's like you know what's our trade deadline like week seven, week eight, something like that. It's
0: week eight, and we let you. people we let yeah. people finish the trade if it's announced in week nine.
3: Yeah, so, you know, if I have somebody on my roster for $20 and I am out of the playoffs, as I typically am, and I trade them, I should still have to have paid them for the games that they played for me. I shouldn't get the entire season for free, you know?
2: Mm -hmm. Completely. I think, like, um, NHL does it and uh, the show, I think, do both do a pretty reasonable job. And even Madden has this to a certain extent. But, like, if you're going to add all those additional features, right, like maybe – Give the option to select how in depth you want yeah. your 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 That's GM the mode show is to amazing be. At. Yeah, like you can you can select in the show. You, yeah, you can select like individual categories. I want to do this. I want to do this. I don't mm-hmm. want to do this. I think I think even two K does that to a certain extent as well, pretty well, to where you can go all in and like you're in control of everything. Yep. To I don't want to do anything, and then have a couple options in between. Um, yeah. That would take work and probably some new coding of some kind. Well, I guess we have that. Apparently. I mean, What's the worst thing that old code could do? <laughs> right. Well. I mean, if all those servers are on an old code, imagine what the heck the game is running on.
3: Right. <laughs> like, I mean, so th- those I ones know. and zeros are getting real dusty.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, I'm going right. to take a, a, a mid-roll commercial break here and just advertise that we are looking for people to join the waitlist for the league. We have people drop every season uh, and always need people on standby to fill in. Um, most seasons, we have five to six people waiting at any given time. This year, our wait list is empty, uh, so just want to throw that out there. Find us on Twitter, uh, twitter.com 4THSL, and the link is in the bio. Um, on to the next topic. I think it's time we get to our most recent games, which is normally how we would open the show. Uh, talking about our devastation or our triumphs, uh, Mm -hmm. or in my case, my triumphs, which I'm still devastated by. Uh, (laughs) Pasta, let's start with you. You got a big grin on. Um, The the angriest
3: seven-game win streak of all time.
1: (laughs) And hear
0: about how uh, some of your recent challenges have gone.
1: Yeah, no, I I am amused by by your reaction to your wins, uh, which is the, you know... (laughs) The you know I, I in the in the Discord I said something I, I, when there was a revelation in the Discord that you had won five straight and people didn't realize that and you know, I said the unhappiest win streak of all time and that like, was two wins you ago you, you
0: you had lost them all that was two um, wins ago I I've won a seven game win streak
1: yeah uh, and still you had gripes after today's win of course and um, you'll
0: you'll hear about it soon let's let's talk about you and worry about me yeah. later
1: yeah so so I you know my first year we've talked about this in a previous one my first season was a a big time struggle because I think I inherited or you know I I inherited probably the worst year or one of the worst year one situations for a Madden League with the with the Seahawks roster because in real life you had rookies that were uh you know excelling and you had Geno Smith playing at a, a near MVP level for much of the season um and those things don't matter when we start with uh, ratings that were preseason ratings, right? Right. Tariq Woolen uh,
0: is not an all-pro or all no, rookie team no, no. like he would. be. Although I do,
1: I do run around the secondary with him. That's that's my guy I control mostly, um, and he's up to like a seventy now. But uh, uh, so you know, you start with like Geno Smith, who's a sixty-four or sixty-five. He was something like. So I had to immediately cut him. Um, because I saved four million by doing it, and uh, it was just a struggle because there was no, there was also no real tradable assets for me. Russell all Wilson my, was also my... good,
0: so you didn't get a top ten pick out of it either.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, no, he, yeah, yeah, that's true. That was uh, into the twenties, and so, um, I I did have my own top five pick. I was number four, uh, but yeah, I didn't have tradable assets. All all the. Good players on my team were under long-term deals that really I did not want to take the cap hit for. So I knew going into the offseason, I was going to have like $70 million. I was going to have, I think I had two firsts and two seconds and a third uh, in the draft. So I knew I was going to have a chance to remake my roster, and and that's what I've done. I've now uh, been able to turn it around. I'm on a four-game win streak, Um, and, you know— after I think it was three three games, uh, the first three games or the first uh, four games, uh, I could ju- I could start to feel things turn for me. Um, things started to click a little better for me. Uh, my defense started making plays that they they weren't making in the first season because I didn't really have playmakers on defense. But I was I traded for Brian Burns in the off season, and I have a, a rookie defensive end that I got with my second first round pick who. Uh, who is in the running for defensive rookie of the year? He's got six sacks. Burns has seven sacks at the, the midway point of the season. Um, so I've I've started to 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 make to to get some help, which I really wasn't getting in that in that first season from any of my players. And I've started to move the pieces around a little bit. I've I've uh, reduced interceptions, and um, you know I've gotten bigger plays out of the passing game. I've I've gone from a running team to a passing team, which I, I didn't really expect. But that's what I'm doing now. I'm probably, I'd probably be near the top five or so in, in pass percentage in the league. Um, but I'm still pretty effective running the ball. I'm still getting six yards of carry. So um, it, it feels good to feel that start to click in for me. Um, and, you know, I, have, I haven't played the top teams in the league. I think I'm going to have another test. You know, I did have a a great game against uh, the Falcons, who, who's one of the best players in the league and one of my uh, uh, my favorite people to play in the league. Uh, every game we played over the past two years has been awesome. Um, and I pulled that one off in, in a, a real dramatic, I think it was a comeback victory. And so, um, you know, I've got a test here against the Browns. Um, that's my next one to see if I can slow down Nick Chubb. Because um, if I can't, then, then I'm going to get buried like everybody else who hasn't been able to slow him down. Um, and at the trade deadline, I made a big move. I felt like I was one piece Whoa, away. Let's from... not get
0: ahead of ourselves. That's a whole whole other topic okay. we're going to cover. Okay, we'll get to it. We'll get Question, to Question though: felt like Are I you guys born... playing tonight? Hmm? Are you playing tonight? No, you're not playing tonight. Okay. okay. No. Uh,
1: yeah, I, I felt like I was one piece away, and I think I got the piece that I needed to kind of round out what I'm trying to do. Um. And it's a it's going to be a, a an interesting uh, experiment because I'm trying something.
0: Right, you outbid on me defense. for Buda Baker.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I'm trying something on defense. I have Buda Baker and Jamal Adams now, um, and Quandre Diggs still. So uh, I've got a lot of a lot of players. I'm going to be playing them out of position, despite I mean, any I, complaints. I I fielded a
0: whole defense of safeties at one point. I think it was man twenty one or my. Yeah my whole i think we did a 5th season and my whole 5th season strategy was i'm going to make everyone have crazy tackle and hit power in the secondary so that they just break up passes because i kept like getting there too late and they would ca- like receiver would catch the ball and like sometimes they knock it free and i'd be like what if i had a great man coverage safety here so i was like byron jones who originally was a safety for the cowboys And was already on the Dolphins, and then I traded for Jamal Adams, I traded for Minka Fitzpatrick, I traded for Tyron Matthew, and uh, all those guys in the secondary were just like swarming over the place. I didn't win, but it was fun. (laughs) It was it was interesting.
1: It's I have a lot of versatility now because I have all these players who can cover and blitz and tackle, um, and still have pretty good speed. So um, we're going to see how that all works, and I don't know if it'll come together right away, but, um, I'm trying something here. So I'm um, trying to get a ha- have a physical defense, a physical secondary, uh, and, and see what I can do with that. So, yeah, I'm feeling good. Like I'm in a good spot right now. It looks like I'd be the seven seed, um, in, in the NFC, uh, but so many teams are bunched in, uh, with similar, similar records in the NFC. So, um, it's wide open right now. But that that gives me some hope, at least.
0: Sure. And how did the game go? Hmm? This is the segment where we talk about our games. You
1: haven't said anything about your game this week. Oh, oh the the last one I played. Yeah. Yeah, that was yeah, that was that was over the Giants, and he's not having a, a good season. Um, and and it was it was close in the first half. Uh, he he played me pretty tough. And um, you know I had a couple turnovers in the first half. I didn't have any in the second half when I started to roll. Uh, if I make mistakes, it tends to be early in the games. And then I kind of get into a rhythm and get out of that. And so I I pulled away in that one. I think that was like 35 to 13 or something, but he was in, you know, it was a, it was a tight game for, for much of it. Yeah. Um, uh, Justin's showing
0: video right now on the live stream and, uh, it looks like it's late in the third quarter in a one point game. Uh, and, oh, you just got a second and 19 for a first down. Maybe this
1: is where you pull away. (laughs) <laughs> it starts, you know. It starts, and I think, look, there, there's an observation I've had over the last couple of years of, of playing in the league is that uh, people often make one mistake, and then it snowballs into many, many mistakes. And that's what you see with the teams who are struggling. Um, is that if you get them to make a mistake, uh, they they oftentimes don't recover. They compound on it by making another mistake right away. Um, and, and then they, and then the games gotten away from them at that point, right. Um, and so um the and the other thing is not really relating to this game is just the end of the first half. look, so many teams throw games away at the end of the first half when they just need to take a field goal or run out the clock to you know keep the other team from adding another score on before getting the ball to start uh, the, the the second half. You know, there's so many different ways to go at it, and it's just, you know, you got to play within yourself, and uh, and and really just kind of calm down. And I think that's where I kind of excel. Is I, I, you know, no matter the situation, I don't get flustered, and so I tend to um, do pretty well in, in, in close games and in uh, you know high pressure situations. So one of one of uh, my
0: favorite NFL podcasts call that the middle eight for us. I guess it'd be the middle four. Uh, which is to say the, the four minutes before the end of the first half and the four minutes after the second half begins, where potentially you could score and then get the ball back and score again and how that could, like, really mess up a game flow. Um, we used to call it, what did we call it, the, the two-minute monster, I think is what we would call it in the mm-hmm. league.
2: Two-minute monster. Two-minute yeah. monster.
0: People would just throw their most picks with, with two minutes left in the first half. Uh, it was very easy to watch a tight game. Go from, like, 7-7 to 21-7 before halftime, just from, like, trying to get points before time runs out there. Um, and then the mental aspect, I think this is true of Madden 23, personally, more than other years. Uh, but mentally, if you're struggling on offense and that happens to you, you might not even, like, mentally be in the second half by the time it starts Uh There's no one person I would point at, but there's definitely someone in the room who could talk about it. Uh, And I know a lot of people in the league, including myself, have have spoken about this, where it's just like mentally taxing to try and stay in it when you feel so helpless and out of control at at times. Um, Which I talked about in the last podcast about the Saints game, that it took me five minutes to recover from the first pick six I threw. Followed by like my buttons not working because of an M factor or something, and I was like ready to smash my controller and walk away from everything. Uh, And eventually, I won that game. So, you know, if if you have the fortitude pasta, which sounds like your M factor, uh, that can really keep you in some. Yeah, I'm not.
1: I'm not the most explosive, like offensive player, but I I I think I handle situations um, in a reserved enough manner that that I can keep myself from at least burying myself.
3: Well, and pa- Pasta, one thing, uh, so I watch a lot of league games. Like, I don't scout. I'm not smart enough for that. But I watch a lot of games. And something I really appreciate when I watch your games is that you're very much a thinker, right? Like, the way you're playing in quarter one is probably different from what you do in quarter two, quarter three, quarter four. Because you're one of those players who actually makes adjustments, right? Like, I, you know when a team is running you a lot, I start seeing a lot of guys up on the line. If they start going deep, I start start seeing you move the defense around. And in particular, like, uh, not to like, I don't know, try and crack your code or anything, but like, you know, you you play, you like to play the user, the safety a lot. And like, yeah. you know, like I can tell, like just from watching your games that like, oh, I've seen this play earlier this game. I've got an idea where he's going to go. And then you break with your safety yeah. right away to make a, a play. And I, I think that uh, that's, that's one of the things that, uh, one of the reasons why even with like a terribly underrated Seahawks yeah, team there was you should have treated better that you, you do really well.
1: There was one game earlier this season, I don't remember who it was, but I had three user picks. I think I had a fourth that he didn't get his foot down. And then I had a fifth that was overturned on uh because they called pass interference and if it wasn't pass interference, but um but like in that game it was like very evident early on that he ran crossing, it's like double crossing. And so I started to sink down with my safety. And as soon as I see who's going, I start to shadow that, you know, and and it's woolen. So I have that that speed and acceleration to jump out. speed, yeah. Yeah, there haven't been a lot of games that I've been able to jump on things like that. That one was just out of control, uh, just kept happening. Uh, I was in the right place at the right time. And then I also baited him a couple of times where I came down and then uh, and then bailed. And got something over the top, so it was. Um, it's fun when it works out like that. But I've also had plays where I've gambled and paid uh, <laughs> <made> the price <laughs> for gambling. Um, but you know, I take that with it. I, I like to cause a little chaos and make things uneasy on whoever's playing. And if they if they beat me that way, I'd rather I'd rather lose because of a mistake I made than a mistake the AI made somewhere else on the field. So, mm. um, you know, that's just the way I have fun with it and try to enjoy it. Um, and I, I can live with I've, that. I've dabbled
2: with with controlling the safety, and at one point, like that's really what I wanted to do. And I probably actually will try and get back to that because I feel like the safety is a good place. If you know what defense you have set up, uh, the safety is a good user to take risks sometimes and and to really mess with what you're doing. Right, like you can take a safety from a from a, a cover two, and you can bring them all the way up to the line of scrimmage before the ball snapped, as long as you feel like you know, like you're you're watching the guy and, and they don't snap the ball right away, they make adjustments and whatnot and you can move all over the place and then still get to your assignment. Um, and so yeah, it gives you controlling the safety gives you some flexibility, but it also does give you there's that danger, right? Where you bite on the play action and now there's just a guy running free <laughs> in the secondary and you're like, ah oh, and,
1: and it's happened to <laughs> yeah. me this season. So
2: yes. Yeah.
0: I tend to try and user whoever I think the ball's going to, uh, but but with a safety. So (laughs) I'm laughing so hard at the droopy eye on my (laughs) video. I'm sorry. I'm going to turn that off. Um, (laughs) Uh, Just so so everybody
3: watching or listening knows, this week Jeff is actually being generated by AI
0: so now i've got this new this new nvidia thing that like makes your eyes follow the camera but i'm wearing these stupid glasses so they like really messes stuff up it's um, yeah
3: <laughs> it's they, they are like getting close together going far yeah far. they're it moving looks, off they this from place. uh ice age sometimes
0: <laughs> it's just <laughs> like like one of my eyes is trying to like leave the planet. No. um what i was saying is i'll i'll try and use the safety as a way to help the, the, like the computer that's doing man coverage. I don't really want to be in man coverage myself. Uh, I would rather user like a defensive lineman because I feel like I can screw up less or a linebacker because there's less area of the field that I'm in assignment for. That's what I do. Um, but if you play a team like the Lions or the Chargers where they have someone where they can just run in a straight line and the game doesn't know what to do about it. I think you probably have to use the safety deep to try and break that up, which if they're going to know that is also a huge advantage to them. But like, what are you going to do if literally no player in the game is going to guard Jameson Williams on a deep route uh, by default because they're just like too stupid to understand um, press coverage or whatever. Uh, So I'm looking forward to playing one of those guys where I have to deal with that. Uh, Hasn't happened yet this season, um, but We'll see. Uh, Yeah, so actually, as a transition, Brian, perhaps you would like to talk about one or two uh, of your recent games. Maybe you can sprinkle in some of the positives from the last game, as I don't think there were many from the game you played today, unfortunately.
2: Well, I mean, yes and no. Um, I've had the luck of playing the Chargers today and the Lions, who all get twice um, this season, being in the NFC North um every season
0: I do sir. Wanna... You're, you're stuck in the nfc north that doesn't change
2: <laughs> that's true um i, I do want to like pat myself on the back a little bit though because the last two games uh and i haven't been doing audio commentary for my games like i've done in the past and and people have certainly been able to witness my frustration with the game um but the last two games i have gotten essentially completely destroyed um but I feel like I've done a good job just trying to stick with it and trying to learn something and try something. Right. So I've, I don't think the first few games of the season, I used the same playbook and then I think I've switched playbooks every time. I'm still trying to figure out what I want to do. Uh, I've traded players, I've gained, I've traded away those players, um, it, it, that are sort of offense identity, identifying players. Um, but, uh, I've just been trying to get something out of my games. Like I I've gone into the last couple games knowing like I'm going to lose this game, right? This person is just a lot better than me and they have a lot better roster than me. And uh, there's a lot of things. So I'm just like, okay, what can I get out of it? Um, that game I played two games ago against Carolina, um, like he was winning by quite a lot, but I was, I played all the way to the end and I even called timeouts and I, I messaged him afterwards and I was like, Hey, sorry for extending the game. I'm just, I'm trying to accomplish something. Um, But it was actually during that time period where I ended up, I did, I drove down the field and then I scored a fairly long touchdown. Um, So I got something out of it. So I'm really just trying to figure out one, how to stop throwing interceptions. And I will say though, that for the amount of years and times that I've thrown a lot of interceptions, I still at least feel like right now, I don't feel like there's a lot of what the hell was that? Like, well, wh- like what did the, that guy was supposed to do this and he didn't? Or how did that guy warp to this area? Like, I've just thrown a lot of really shitty passes. Um, like, you know, the ones where you hit the button and you're like, yeah, that's, that's not going to work. It's a good way to put I it, know, honestly. Or... I, had,
0: I hadn't thought in those terms recently, but most, yeah. I would say, of my recent interceptions, I would, I would agree have been like, oh, I threw an out route and I wanted him to go deep, uh, but that wasn't the route. So I should have known better. Or, oh, Mm. and this is, this is a problem I have where if someone's usering the circle around their feet is like attractive to me, (laughs) like a bug hitting a light bulb. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, he's going that way. I'll throw that way. No, why did I do that?
2: (laughs) Yeah. And the one thing I still don't like is like, and there's, there's only a handful of the people in the league that are really good at this. And I don't begrudge them personally for this. It's just. I don't like the transition between video game and real is like, what'll happen is you'll have a guy that's, that's beat his man. Right. And so you, you throw it to the, to the guy who's running the the right route and he beats his man. And then the user switches to the cornerback who has his back completely turned and is chasing a guy on a fly route who then instantly turns around and picks you off. Right. Right. Like we're, we in real life. That guy has no idea the ball's coming, but because somebody's really good at usering, they can just oh, I'll go ahead and take that. Um, yeah. That's a hard line for like
0: it. a video game designer yeah. to try and walk though, between like the player on defense being frustrated that they can't do anything where they don't like have part of the control. And then also like trying yeah. to simulate real life where if they don't know the ball is coming, that's the perfect time to throw the ball to your receiver who like knows the ball is coming.
2: Yeah. I do a lot of, I do a lot of routes where I, I anticipate, and I think a lot of my picks are where I anticipate wrong. Because um, there's a lot of timing. I feel like I'm good at the timing. I'm not good at that split second between did my did my receiver get separation from the defender or not on the route. My my timing on the throw is good. It's just unfortunately sometimes it goes to the other team. <laughs> it's so yeah. good.
1: A um, question for you, Brian. Sorry. Yeah. Um, because you now have, you upgraded your quarterback, right? And there was a discussion mm-hmm. on the last podcast about, uh, you know, whether, it was essentially like whether a, a high-rated quarterback is actually worth it for for people. Um, because, mm-hmm. look, like, certain attributes do matter, obviously, if you have a quarterback that's got better accuracy, stronger arm, and all of that. But, you know, I, I'd gather the, the majority, um, if not a high you know percentage number of interceptions people throw in the league are just are bad decisions or bad timing right and it's less you know if i have otherwise you'd have patrick mahomes would be leading the league in every category right so it's it's like the quarterback is still the user as far as we talk about like the awareness rating and and things uh, things like play you know that's all that's all us that's all the the user Good point. Um, And then there are there are the technical things that the quarterbacks do better, but like it it is are you getting the ball somewhere better, uh, better timing, better uh, placement with Dak versus uh, the guy who now resides in Dallas, who I watched uh, the game of today and and half of his passes wobbled. Um, And like Mm -hmm. the first interception you threw uh, uh, today was a wobbly pass. And I'm like, that's not good uh for for him if he can't trust that he's going to get a spiral on on some of these uh passes because he tried to float it over uh the linebacker i think the linebacker was drifting back and got underneath it and if it was a tight spiral it probably gets there but I, i'm just curious if you're seeing like the result of having dak prescott now versus um uh, like a very replaceable quarterback i think um i think
2: yes I think that to the degree in which you would see a difference in real life, probably not. I think I can get away with a little bit more on a tight throw to where it's going to get to my receiver. And sometimes I wonder if the rating of the quarterback more so than the accuracy, or maybe it's the accuracy rating actually plays a role on whether or not the receiver catches the ball or whether there's a struggle on a tight pass, whether or not the receiver catches it or gets intercepted. Um, I think and then I've still made terrible throws that just get intercepted, but I do think I've made some throws that are close to where previously they would have been intercepted. Um, because they even if right, like if you just slow, slow throw slightly behind him, if your accuracy is just a little off to where if you're throwing slightly ahead of him, then the outcome's a lot different. For me, I think the biggest difference and the reason that I wanted to trade for Dak when Jeff told me what some of his abilities were. And this is what I did in the past when I got the ability for Russell Wilson when I was the Seahawks and I made a a solid run through the playoffs a couple years in a row. And now I'm just rusty. But the thing that I wanted was um, Dak's ability to hot route where he gets all the extra um, route trees in the hot route. Because what I did previously is I will go out with three wide receivers and I'll move them around and I will change every single one of their routes based on what I see on defense. Um, change everybody. So t- sometimes, yeah, sometimes I'll change every mm-hmm. single receiver. Like I'll I'll see and I'll create I'll create combinations. Right, one thing I try to do right is to not everybody runs zone right because man is better this year, and you can kind of see that at the snap. Uh, but is is try to create a high low separation situation in almost every formation where you look at the defense and you're like, all right, this guy's going here, that guy's going to draw that defender there, and then I should have a guy come open here. Again, I'm rusty at that because I haven't practiced it or done it in a while. But my run through the playoffs with the Seahawks, I was doing that. Every passing play, I was mixing stuff up, and I had really started to throw a lot less interceptions because I knew what routes I was creating and why I was creating them. So for me, it was easier to know what to look for versus the default play against a defense that I wasn't 100% sure of either. Um, so that's for the rest of this season. Obviously, I'm one in seven. I haven't beaten a human yet. I beat the the CPU Falcons. Um, yeah, my season's pretty that's much. That's not gone. as
0: easy as you think. There are a lot of CPU teams that were winning games in this league.
2: Well, then I feel good about that because I won twenty six nothing. So,
0: <laughs> I mean, the Bengals um, were three zero before we got an owner. Yeah,
2: yeah, that's true. But so my goal for the rest of this season is to one figure out my playbook. Two practice and get better at the hot routing things that I want to create. And then three, figure out the best way to use Dalvin cook in the run game. I used uh, for my game today, I used uh, the Baltimore Ravens playbook and there are some things in there that I really liked uh, as far as the running game goes. So I'm going to try, I think I'm going to stick with that playbook for another game or two and, um, and then in practice and try and figure some things out. So really I'm kind of practicing the rest of the season is practicing on getting better uh, making good decisions and kind of getting ready for next season.
0: On the plus side, having a losing
2: record, you're going to have a great draft pick. Yeah. The, no, no, I'm not. <laughs> you have it. <laughs> no, no, the Raiders no, have it. Kevin, Kevin, the Raiders have it. Yeah. Cause we'll talk about trades when we get to trades, yeah. but yeah, I I will have the first pick, but I will not have the first pick. Well, I play the Giants next week. So that might be uh, a pretty good uh, someone's Someone's got to win eventually, right? <laughs> exactly.
0: A battle of Giants, former Giants uh-huh. and current Giants, as, uh, as it were. That's right. Yeah. Um, Justin, would you like to go next and, and talk about your recent uh, game or games? Also, shout out to Morty Mortz in the chat. Uh, yes, thankfully, our league did survive. Uh, we are one of the lucky few, and we count our blessings, because I, as commissioner, honestly don't know what I would do uh, if that had happened. Bands. I think we probably all would have taken, like, a long vacation. I don't know. Oh, no, he lost a 32-man league that was in Season 3. Oh, that's terrible. That's... Oh, can we start a GoFundMe like, for him? <laughs> I feel like right something now, died. Yeah,
1: but... How excited are you that you can get the next Madden for 50%? <laughs> <laughs> oh. I don't uh, think I would
2: play that game anymore. I, I don't think I could. I, don't, I would just be like, nope.
0: Right. It's like one of those memes where it's like, oh, I would throw my controller away if this happened to me. It's like that. Yeah. Like, Yeah, if my franchise was deleted, I would throw my controller away. Uh, yeah, that's, I- that's devastating. I'm really sorry, Morty. That's awful. Um, Justin, do you want to flaunt... How you can still play your game to Mr. Morty and talk about what <laughs> happened last week?
3: Oh, you don't have a team? Couldn't be me. Um, yeah. So
0: also, uh, Morty, we have a waiting list if you'd like to join. Uh, you know, teams open up. Just saying. Okay, go, Justin.
3: I'm joining us. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I mean, boy, last last week was a, was a little frustrating for a couple of reasons. Um, I had a. <laughs> I set, know what. You know, yeah, so you know, I had a, I had a one of those coaches' scenarios, right? And it said next man up. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, I don't, know, maybe a young guy is gonna take a step forward or something. And it's like, so I go to the snare and they're like, yeah, Nick Chubb died. Uh, <laughs> you need somebody else to play running back. I'm like, what the? No, he's 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 here. He's right there. I he's fine. I see him. He's right. He's yeah. Standing right
0: there. He's like, no, 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 he's dead. No, he's I'm, I'm eating a dead.
3: scone. What do you mean? <laughs> And no, 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 it's like, nope, because of this, like, bullshit scenario, you just don't get Nick Chubb for the season. And, dear listener, dear watcher, I don't, if you, I don't know how close you're following the league, but there is probably not a single team across all 32 that is more dependent on one single player than I am on Nick Chubb. Uh, it's like, he, you know, his... He he accounts for, I think, as much offense as a couple of other teams in the league at this point. Like it's it's bad. Um, And so cool. Completely boned. I just don't get Nick Chubb. All right, Felton or whatever the hell your name is. Let's figure this out. And so I'm softly going into the game because I'm just super mad and like, there's nothing anybody can do about it. And then I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to, you know, uh, I'm going to try running my guy a little bit. He's, you know, he's getting a little headway. I've got a good offensive line. I've got some good plays, but it's like, all right, I've been trying to navigate towards a more balanced attack anyway this year. Uh, And so I traded for a young quarterback, a rookie who's got, you know, just some good like fundamentals, right? He's got a pretty good throwing motion, 92 throw power, pretty good speed. I'm like, okay. That's Hoover. The yeah, yeah. That's Jimmy. Uh, and so Jimmy Hoover. G- Jimmy the vacuum Hoover. And so uh, we we and so yeah, you know, I I basically give him the keys, and um, you know, I've I've been working really hard on my playbook and the way that I'm reading defense is trying to cut down a lot on my interceptions. And I've gotten certain route, and I, I I have certain route combinations that I like against certain looks and things like that. And you know, my my opponent. Um, Uh, it's pretty solid, but he, you know, was living in cover two a lot. So I kept exploiting like the deep middle of the field and I was having a lot of, and I was having a decent amount of success, but I was also behind by a touchdown for basically the entire game. Then we get to the fourth quarter. He scores. He's up by two touchdowns. Ah, this sucks. All right. I got to do what I can. So I get the ball back. I score a touchdown. I kick it off. He immediately runs it back for a touchdown. Damn it. So I'm like, okay, let's go long drive get all the way to the end score a touchdown kick it off he immediately runs it back for a touchdown <laughs> <laughs> god damn it this son of a bitch right and like I, 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 I've been back, I, right i just mentioned him I, I like and so i score again i message him like if you run this back i quit right <laughs> uh, and so like you know t- tongue in cheek and kick, like, kick get it out of the end time. zone <laughs> like do i'm thinking like do i literally just like kick it out of the sideline and just let him take it from the 45 because this is better than what's happening i i i thought about it i really did dude, i had the wind in my face i couldn't kick it out of the end zone uh in any case i do manage to get the ball back and i score and i tie the game up right and so it's tied 35 35 going into the fourth quarter and then uh you're not gonna see my smiling face for this one um he gets the ball. He has an excellent drive. He uh, pulls up to the 26th at the two-minute warning. Game is tied. He hands it off, and then I discover a secret X-Factor, which is the ability to uh, teleport. <laughs> and oh. so he teleports through my line, sc- scores the touchdown. I'm like, son of a bitch. Can you show that Man again? And go- Man and gods are not on my side today. Wait, oh, let I let wanna see see how- can I see that again? Let me see, let me see how officially... What? Uh- <laughs> oh. Cool, oh, damn. L- LTL man, just gotta love Madden. Uh, and so I'm like, all right, I don't know what the hell I have to do to like stay in this game, literally everything. And again, uh, and a lot of this, and I don't want to take it away from, a lot of this does come from the fact that he's played a super tight game. It's been a fight for every yard. And every time I think I'm finally making headway, he he does something and just completely kicks my ass. And so I get the ball back uh, with about a minute fifty three, I think, left on the clock. And so you know it's two minute offense time. So you know I start doing my thing, working my way down the field. Um, I'm having a bit of success. You know I'm I'm making some headway, but the 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 clock is ticking down. And so finally uh, I I get within scoring range, and you can see my last couple of plays. You know he's and he's playing really soft. Right, he's playing everybody back. Uh, if I had Nick Chubb, I would hand it off because he would probably take it to the house, but I don't. So I, I just have to, like, keep throwing in front of him. And it's funny. It's one of those, like, this is like an ultimate garbage time, like you see in the NFL kind of situation, where suddenly I'm racking up yards left and right, but it's because he's giving me, like, eight yards at a time. Um, but, like, you often see with your favorite uh, teams in the NFL, like, that soft defense does let me, like, progress and by getting out of bounds and using my timeouts i put myself in a position to score so we're going into the very very end of this game i'm already just mad as hell because of everything that has happened so far uh i i, I get myself all the way down to the end Let's see if i can scrub ahead a little bit right 10 seconds left in a tie ball game and i'm on the two right and at this point i'm like
0: Chubb would definitely ha- get in here
3: Oh, 100%. I'm like, I don't even know what I'm going to do, right? So I score. And at this point, I'm like, hell yeah, I can tie the game. But then I immediately think to myself, you know what? There is like an 80% chance he's going to run this thing back. (laughs) Uh, If not for a touchdown, at least into like field field goal range or something. And so like, I've got nothing to lose. I'm just going to play to win. So I decide, F it. Going for two. We're gonna try and put this stupid game away, uh, and then if he scores on me after that, I don't care. I I don't care at all. Um. So you know, I I call my best short yardage play, but again, I my best short yardage play and medium yardage play and long yardage play is usually just give it to Nick Chubb. So I don't even know what play to call at this point. I I literally have never been in this scenario where I need to call <laughs> a two yard pass play. <laughs> it's, like it's 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 literally like. I don't know. It simply so, isn't like, done. Right, exactly. I have, like, uh, like I, it, it's, it's a scenario that I'm completely unprepared for. Uh, and so I'm, like, looking at coaches' suggestions. I'm like, all right, what's short? I'm like, all right, I'm going to call, I'm going to do an option play, right? Um, I'm going to do this uh, little bubble alert stretch play. But I don't have Nick Chubb. There's no way I'm gonna pass this. I am not going to. Right, so there's no way I'm gonna run it. I'm gonna pass this no matter what. I don't care what the defense looks like. And I see he's got like my wide receivers uncovered. I'm like I'm 100% not handing this ball off. Oh my god, I was too slow to press the button. <laughs> and so you see my runner. He like stops after a couple of steps because I wasn't, you know, controlling. I wasn't expecting him to have the football and have to use A guy running that direction, so I do just stops looks around and takes it into the house and so I end up I kick the ball completely away from him like I'm like like all right coverage left kick it way to the left like if it goes out of bounds to the left I don't care I just don't want him to re- return it and manage to like squeak out this victory my heart was beating like i it was pounding in my chest like i'm sweating bullets it's a combination of like the emotional roller coaster of these runbacks and fighting for these yards and not having Nick Chubb and like like seriously not knowing how to call pass plays more than like the occasional third and long and having to like figure it out as I go ended up pulling out, out the win. I'd be pissed if I was him. Uh, Cause he had my number for a lot of that fourth quarter. And so yeah. here we are now move, you know, on to Seattle, uh, with I mean, a stiff test against the time You
0: lose on a two point conversion to end the game. It is very frustrating, but also no. like even just watching other people lose on a two point conversion in the game can be very frustrating. Uh, in my own example not that i think i would have won anything in the playoffs last season but i uh, lost the tiebreaker in week 17 because the buccaneers uh or or, or maybe it wasn't the bucks someone in the nfc south won a game on a two point conversion and the loss or the win basically knocked me out of the playoffs when this team was up like 20 in the second half and i was so like i was excited for whoever won but i was mad cuz like damn it i needed that
3: <laughs> <coughs> Yeah, so I I ended up with, like, 400 passing yards, which is probably the first time in my uh, fourth string league career I've had that many passing yards. 455. Uh, Yeah, in fact, here, I'll show you the the final stat line. This is a very, very not Justin's Cleveland Brown stat line, right? I've been trying to get more balanced, but, you know, this is ridiculous. So now I I don't know what what I'm going to do now. Like, do I keep feeding him? Maybe. I had a couple of things work, but... You know, you got the hot rod. You don't want to leave it parked. So, you know, it's, this team is evolving. We'll figure out what to do. Now I know seven passing plays instead of just five. So let's go.
2: <laughs> I was going to say real quick, that was that was the one bright spot in my game against Carolina <laughs> is I, I did return two kickoffs for touchdowns. Um, I don't think and I then never he started two. actually, he didn't squib kick it, but he started kicking it shorter. Yeah. Um, and you, so and I, then,
3: I had one earlier this year too. I, I think – they're more doable in Madden currently yeah. than they were previously.
2: Yeah. And then of course, to counter that, uh, great news from my previous game in my game today, uh, Justin Jefferson tore his meniscus or something and is now out for a month. So four games. Yeah. That's, so yeah, that's, that's, only like three, that's only three though.
0: It's only three because this week counts as one of those when they do that screen. Oh, good. Yeah. Well, that's helpful. And I games. think did, did so yeah, they that still do for you. the thing where it says like you can get them back a week early and make them play through the injury? That used to be a thing. No, right? I would. I haven't seen it. it. I haven't seen I it. Either, but...
1: That's is that an offline franchise mode thing? Because I swear I've seen it in in like. Uh, I'm sure I've seen
0: brand. it in our league. I just can't remember if I've not seen mm-hmm. it in 23 and only saw it in 22, maybe. But that you was definitely. Definitely don't put them on IR. <laughs> don't put them on IR. Um, <laughs> so talking about kick returns, I had something interesting come up in in my game this morning, and I've got two games to talk about, but I'll talk about one of them quicker. Um, which is, uh, I started getting kicked shorter and shorter, um, and I thought it was a strategy to get me to fumble because I noticed like no one blocked if the kick didn't go like at least towards the end zone. So if I was feeling the ball like the 15 or the 20 I would get hit at the 20 or 25 uh instead of like getting blocks and getting hit at the 25 which is what usually happens but I thought that was interesting and I remember you know there wasn't there's never been a rule about it but I've always kind of considered short kicking it like on purpose to be golden rule breaking um which is to say like if you're Doing it because you know blocking doesn't work and you can just fucking smack a guy on it, it felt douchey. Uh, I'm not accusing anyone of anything. I don't think that's what happened today. But I know I've had to have a chat with someone in the league before telling them to cut that out because I I could tell that was what they were doing. Anyway, fix your shit, Madden. That shouldn't be a thing. If they kick it 15 yards short, I should have better blocking. I should be more likely to take it to the house, not get smacked and fumble the ball. Uh, Okay, so week seven... I made a trade with Brian and the Vikings. We swapped a lot of big name players, but we're not going to go over the trade right now. We're just going to say we swap quarterbacks. So I got Andy Snyder, who I'm calling the sling blade uh, for his slinger one passing style, which if Reddit is to be believed is the most desirable passing style. It's the, the Aaron Rodgers throwing motion. Um, And So this was his debut game. It was a division game against the Eagles. The last time I played the Eagles, who, by the way, won the division last season, he smacked me around to the tune of 50 points, uh, I believe, which I'm not going to double check. But the point was, I was not feeling confident going into this game until I looked at his injury report and he didn't have A.J. Brown and he didn't have his best offensive lineman. And he had traded Jalen Hurts away to the Saints and had a rookie quarterback and like uh, well, I mean, he still has a very good offensive line. He's got Jason Kelsey and Lane Johnson on there, and uh, Maliata or whoever the guy is on the Eagles. He hasn't. I don't. I don't remember all their their names. I'm not an Eagles fan, but the guy from the Colts was the one who was out. I forget his name too. If anyone knows best offensive lineman for the Colts, tick 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 tick. No, no one. Okay. Um. So we start playing, and and quickly I realize Andy Snyder's pretty good uh you know not not everyone was playing to their best and I couldn't run the ball to save my life I think I had 10 yards on nine carries or something uh but I got a pretty good lead in the second half and uh, honestly it it wasn't close it was a pretty relaxing second half where I was just throwing for first downs and and trying to keep the ball out of his hands Um, and since I couldn't run I had to keep throwing it but uh that made me feel okay except I couldn't run at all and i don't think the eagles have a particularly scary defensive line and at this the eagles point
1: are the number one they're the number one run defense in the league though they give up 37 yards a game on the ground 37 yeah. seriously so you you actually outrushed the average that that teams have <laughs> have, uh, have been you know of course we can't really judge necessarily because it could be that the eagles got into big leads and teams stopped passing or stopped running against them yeah. but 30 Seven, and then the next yeah, team was in Nick the fifties. Yeah, yeah. The next team was in the fifties, and then we were in the like 70s. So like they're significantly for whatever they do schematically or what, but they they stop the run. So that's yeah. why I laughed when you complained about it. <laughs> well,
0: I guess they schemed up a good run stop, but it hurt my feelings because all I want to do is be successful at the run. You know, I traded for all these tight ends, I traded for all these offensive linemen, I traded for like slower wide receivers who can just push people around. And I still, I can't buy three yards of carry uh, to save my pants. Um, and it's I embarrassing. keep
3: giving Jeff advice and he keeps not listening to it.
0: Nah, never. Uh, but the point is, like, I thought if I, I come out in, like, 12 personnel all the time because I'm trying to run the ball. But I end up passing out of it because I can't run the ball. And it's a very frustrating thing because I feel like I'm at a disadvantage coming out with all these tight ends and fullbacks trying to, like, put heft on my, my running game. Uh, and gives them a chance to, like, really line up with, like, linebackers and fuck me up when I'm supposed to be pushing them around. Annoying. Anyway, that, that game made me feel good because the Eagles stomped on me the last time he played. So, uh, whereas the Saints game felt like everything was tight the whole time and I was stressed out, uh, the second half of the Eagles game um, felt more like a, a coming-out party, perhaps, of, like, okay, they haven't scored an offensive touchdown, actually. Even though I was started the game losing again with another pick six, seems to be my mo. Um, just like the Saints, they didn't have a first half touchdown on offense, only on defense. So that that like gave me a confidence boost for the second half. Mm-hmm. Um, which again happened today with my week eight game against the Commanders, who were now in first place. We were all I think we were all tied at five and two going into this or, or something close to that. Uh, and he is talking a lot of shit. He's saying a lot of mean stuff, which I didn't appreciate because I did despite my win streak that everyone keeps by pointing the way, out to by me. By the way,
1: commander's number 2 run defense in the league. Okay. Well, I'm probably contributing to that. You guys ever think of that that like it's because they play me
0: that
3: there's uh, an effector, uh, inverted, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Their run defense isn't good. I'm just bad at running and it makes them look good. <laughs> So he was talking a lot of smack, and I don't mind smack when I feel like I'm not getting crushed, but again, he put like 50 or 40 on me the last time he played, and it didn't feel particularly equipped to handle his team, who has three superstar X-Factors on the defensive line. Uh, I think I opened the season against him, and I took three sacks in a row in three plays to like start the game, basically. When that happened. So, yeah, I I was feeling scared behind my offensive line, despite the fact that, like, the lowest, my top four guys, the lowest rated one is an 86 overall. And then my center is like a 77. And that's the weak point uh, for now. I want to change someone to center, but now we've got new rules about it. And I don't know if I'm going to. Uh, But anyway, um, so I start the game off with another pick six, of course. This is the third week in a row. Um, funny enough, I, you know, I played the Saints game twice. I also threw a pick six to start that game. So technically you could say four weeks in a row, I started the game with the first score of the game being a pick six, uh, which it just seems to light a fire under my team. I don't know what to tell you. This is a great example. If you, if you watch, there's that wobbly,
1: that wobbly ass pass right there. When you'll yeah. see it if, if we see the the replay that comes up here in a moment. But yeah, uh, there's
0: a there I mean it's a little small on on this, so I don't know if it would even really read. But yeah, he throws a wobbly ball, which I don't know if that affects uh, anything, to be honest, because it's a video game, but like maybe it does. Um, in this case though, you can clearly see he's using that guy, and I had someone wide open, but my eye just follows the, the user like it's like it's so bright and the pretty. yeah it's so bright and pretty i want to that's where i want to throw the ball but like you look at Devonte adams deep and he's making that post cut he would have been gone <laughs> it would have been so gone because simmons is in the zone who's supposed to like be defending that and if i had had like the brain science of like that person is here therefore somewhere else he's not that's where yeah. i should throw the ball <laughs> and instead i'm like pretty colors throw ball uh yeah. But um I don't know Snyder, Snyder's been pretty good for me so far. I threw five picks in this game and still had like a pretty good lead for most of it, but I do get myself in trouble. You wouldn't think throwing five interceptions I would even be involved in the game, but my defense has been showing up and I made a lot of trades to try and and bolster uh the weak <laughs> parts of my D. Um I think this might be the year as long as no one cares if I can run the ball or not.
1: Is that but optimism? <laughs>
0: what? Maybe. I mean, I just beat I two of my division rivals who I thought both would crush me. Um, most of the sacks that I feel like I took were like me running into defensive linemen compared to like, Oh, I couldn't pick up a blitz. I feel like I'm getting better at that. One key thing. Here's a hot tip for everyone. One key thing. Anytime I see a tight end is blocking, I hot route them to, to run a route because whatever is going on, the, the outside tackle just doesn't block if your tight end is set to block. So I will change that every time, um, to, to get them to not do that. Uh, halfbacks can block, but tight ends. No, 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 no blocking tight ends. Anyway, um, my, my new rookie, uh, forget his name something booth thank you brian he had three picks in this game it was absolutely destroying the deep deep passes uh and uh kyle hamilton my free safety had two and a and a pick six in the game i mean i also threw two pick sixes so who's to say you know what the real advantage of all that is uh but it felt Good to get them back. It felt good, like the defense was showing up. He didn't have a lot of yards uh, passing. He had a lot running. Um, I think some of that had to do with me changing my defensive strategy in the second half, whereas the first half I had a, a run stop focus in the you know the menu thing. In um, the second half, I had a passing focus, uh, and I think it probably I probably shouldn't have changed that if I had to guess. Also, big fire five oh five. I id the mic every fucking play. Do not be in my mentions about IDing the mic. That does not help in run blocking. That does not help me in pass blocking. Maybe it has. I can't say. But it's, it's, it's practically ignored half of every play, of each play call.
2: Can I just um, say how much I freaking hate that, that strategy thing at the beginning? You block inside, run outside. Right? Which, Why does this make me bad at bo- something else? It's, oh, I hate that shit.
3: At the it, minimum, I think it's a problem that you can't pick a neutral strategy and just play it vanilla. Like, I, I like the idea of you like being able to opt into something like that. Like, all right, guys, we're we're really going to cover the out the outside zones. You know, we're really going to push, and everybody just naturally cheats that way, right? But you should be able to not do that. Like, what right. if it's I like, don't want to be? It's like run to commit. have DBs not cover runs. Like, can I right. just not?
2: Like, why why can't why can't just run the ball? Mm -hmm. be a focus not run inside or run outside at which point the opposite one in which you choose you suck at now yeah you get just
3: worse at it like
0: also it has like its opposite uh detractor in the same thing where it says like if you do outside run then people who cut back inside from the outside will do better or something like that Mm -hmm. or like inside runs like well if they do play action outside now you're biting every time or something um and it should Mm -hmm. be like run commit we're like you can press run commit your whole team decides like passing doesn't exist which i think is stupid you should be able to say like we think it's a run play uh without the entire team like becoming brain dead about it yeah Um,
3: often i will pick them based primarily on which one i think has the least weakness like i just want the the smallest debuff mm -hmm. i don't care about the rest
0: but i'm saying it shouldn't it shouldn't be an all or nothing the way like run commit is all or nothing picking outside zone shouldn't be like okay i guess inside zone is now stupid
2: Mm-hmm. Well, anyway. they gotta add new features though otherwise it's just a roster update well <laughs> it's not a
3: bad feature I just I, I don't think the way it's implemented is it makes a lot of sense right Right. also yeah, like right.
0: making neat, it by the half to be neutral. like it's so dependent on the score
3: I, I do like the half time adjustment part uh, I, I like that aspect of it
0: you hear Peyton Manning talk about it like this week he's like no one ever makes a half time do adjustment no, we no go one. to the coach he says what's up and we go alright let's get out there
3: <laughs> yep <laughs> yeah, yeah he, he, he just gives the coach a thumbs up, says Omaha, and they, they go back
0: to it. <laughs> Papa John's.
3: Yeah.
0: Uh, but yeah, I ended up uh, holding on to win the game. It was, it was pretty close in the end because I threw more picks and more pick sixes to help him out. Uh, and uh, he had a bunch of fourth downs where he kept converting, too, and I finally got a stop on one of them. I don't remember exactly what happened, but oh, this is that great play action play where the whole whole team bit on play action and i still couldn't find anyone open and i i had this guy like tremble here he had room uh but i guess not enough because the the db just undercuts in here such a beautiful play the way everyone bites on the running back what a shame anyway uh that was my game this week i'm on a seven game winning streak i still can't run and i hate it
3: and he's so mad about it I'm so, so mad about it uh,
0: but next week is my bye so I will be bored, uh, and there's no trading anymore. So I'm gonna be extra bored. I can't even fill that time with like trade discussions. I'm just gonna have to like live in real life, I guess. Fucking sucks. Um, yeah, I'll see your seven wins and raise you seven losses. I mean, I don't want to lose, but you also run a lot better you, than me, so it is like a monkey's paw kind of a wish, huh?
2: If you put our teams to, if you put our teams together, we'd be five hundred.
0: I'm I'm sure my win streak will end. the as soon as I play someone with one of those 99 speed wide receivers that no one can guard. Um, you were talking about Eagles frustrations. They gave up, I think five touchdowns all in the same play to the lions and Jamison Williams. Uh, cause he can just run in a straight line and the AI of the, the DB is like, all right, I'll run with you, but I don't run as fast as you. And so they combine that with like a 96 throw power QB they throw it literally as far as their arm will allow, and Jameson <laughs> Williams or anyone else who has that kind of speed will just track it down like it's a, like a fly ball in the outfield. And I'm so freaking jealous of it. I don't know how I would stop it either because, you know, the game is the game. It's stupid, but it's so annoying that there's so many of these guys. And I looked it up uh, to start the game. Tyree Kill was the only 99-speed wide receiver. We now have 10 99-speed wide receivers – from, like, the draft, they're uh, just, like, pumping them out. Like, boom, boom, yes, boom, you have one, you have one, you have one. Like, the Chargers have uh, Jalen Wise, the Ravens have I don't that. Li- I don't like oh. that guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, he did the same thing, you, right? He just ran a straight line. Yeah. And the safety was like, okay, bye-bye. And he throws it as far as he can. Justin Herbert has a cannon. And it's gone. Yeah, it's very it might, yeah
2: that we talked about this earlier, like, just in the Discord that, like... Zone like deep zones, the players don't like if you're the deepest zone guy, you should not let a guy run by you. But they, yeah. they drop, and then if the receiver runs past that, they just like, oh, okay, we'll see you later.
0: I have other concerns, <laughs> frankly. Right? He's making a business decision not to track mm. that guy. <laughs> yeah, don't want to pull the hammy. Let's, <laughs> uh, speaking yeah. of Andy Snyder, though, and his three touchdown, five interception performance uh that trade probably kicked off i would say the week of trading for our trade deadline spectacular and justin i believe you have it pulled up as our resident uh screen grab guy but i'm gonna ask you to not not focus on like the little ones and just give us the blockbusters
2: uh yeah can we start with ours can we well, start with ours? I got to get my kids kids to bed here soon. So yeah, I mean ours afterwards. is the one it's that I think
0: it's the one. It. So uh, it no was one. Dak Prescott and Michael Gallup for Andy Snyder. Anthony Booth is that his name? Andrew Booth? A Booth? Sure. His name's A Booth. Uh, Booth, Just, not John, John Wilkes. John Wilkes. Ah, Andrew. Andrew Booth and uh adams and we went back and forth for probably the better part of a week trying to figure that out uh partially because the money wasn't working for parts of it and partially because there were very few players that we wanted uh to be involved and even if we didn't again the money was such a big issue with dak making 30 million basically forcing you to give players of Salary to make it uh, worthwhile. In fact, Gallup and Adams were not originally part of the deal, um, but the money dictated that such things needed to occur. Uh, For you, I think it's fair to say the, the abilities of Dak were a big selling point, along with his giant row of green icons there that you can see on his screen. And for me, just saving the money without having no quarterback was a big deal, but also like. I, I think in the league especially there's been a real trend towards transitioning to what Poss was saying earlier, like there's no value in a good quarterback, which I did not agree with. I was perfectly willing to keep Dak and pay him fifty million if I had to, versus getting no return on investment for it. Uh frankly, I was using those those hot route tools just as much as I think Brian wants to now. Um and so really though <laughs> it was the Vikings or it was the Texans or, you know, there's like two other teams with money. So there weren't a lot of options. Uh, And Snyder was probably the best quarterback I could get back. If I had to like look around the room and decide Uh, he's got good throw power. He's got a good overall. It's his second season. He's still young. Uh, He's decently fast and got decent throw on the run, which, you know, I run for my life a lot. Uh, So uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing where he goes. Uh, That six years of experience there is because we edited another player for that fake rookie draft. Uh, But I like to say that he was serving in the Navy for the first five years. Uh, He was a a good American, as it were. Um, So, yeah, I'm looking forward to using him in the future and building him up. I do like to, you know, build with fake rookies. I think they're exciting. And uh, it was a fun trade. Devontae Adams so far has not scored. But I think that's because I'm misusing him more than anything. Like that example before, where I threw the tight end and Devontae Adams was way open deep. Um, he's got like ninety nine everything. It drives me crazy that like if you don't have speed, you can't run a go route. Because I feel like Devontae Adams can run hella go routes. He shakes people out of their friggin' shoes in real life.
1: You gotta uh, you gotta run a you gotta run a double move with him because he's gonna get uh, separation and. Defenders are going to bite on that. Like the, the problem is, are you going to have time to wait for that? You, that has to develop. So maybe you know, I'll try my next
0: good. game, but I got a pretty good pass blocking offensive line. Now I, uh, I just got to figure out how to use it. Um, Brian, do you have, uh, any additional commentary for our mega blockbuster, which I think is easily the biggest trade
2: of the year. Maybe. Um, yeah, a little bit. I mean, first of all, I ended up getting Devontae Adams first from the Raiders um, So I, he's my flip because we kind of have a rule about about guys you can trade for and flip of certain yes, ratings I, and stuff. I so I hate
0: that because I really really wanted to like <laughs> make a good offer on someone and I couldn't because I'd already use like, like half my team I acquired this year, <laughs> so I had like
2: no one left to trade. Yeah, so I was like, well, so I had Devonte Adams and I had uh, Justin Jefferson. I'm like, okay, I got a decent quarterback. Like I gotta I gotta make this happened like there's got to be a way I can turn this into positive passing game of of some kind and um turns out I couldn't so I thought all right well give me a better quarterback one good wide receiver adjust I have I have a couple of good young tight ends as well so get those guys involved and kind of spread it out a little bit I got a couple of fast guys I got Gallup in return for Dak so I was like okay I'm still good in the wide receiver range right I don't have a 95 and a 99 but
0: You got three no good starting wide receivers three. and one superstar.
2: Yeah. So um, my thought was, okay, if I can get the if I can get the attributes to do the hot route with Dak, and Dak's fairly mobile as well, so I thought, well, maybe I can escape the pocket. He has like a ninety-five and and I, throw on the run. Right. So I'm like, okay, that's that's beneficial. And then focus on the run game and use those um, abilities to supplement the run game and hopefully not throw too many interceptions. I think the first two games though, I've just tried to exploit what I could do with Dak rather than having a good solid game plan. So, um, but yeah, and, and, and I did lose a really good corner, um, which I'm kind of bummed about, but I've actually made some adjustments too, kind of similar to what Jeff did a couple of years ago is I've got some safeties playing linebacker just to try and improve my pass coverage because um, I haven't struggled too much defending the run. I think I'm a third-best run defense, um, or at least I was at one point. And then I sh- um, McCaffrey didn't have much of a game, well, because he threw for almost 500 yards, so he didn't have to. But um, my run defense has been good, so I thought, okay, if I get some guys that can cover passes, then my defense will be better. Um, that hasn't panned out quite yet, but uh, hopefully – Hopefully soon that will happen. But yeah, I think the trade overall was pretty fair. It was balanced. I you ended up throw, we I ended up getting a second round pick from you as well. Yes. Um so we'll see how that uh we'll see how that works out in the draft, if I can get some value for that or if I trade out of it or whatnot. But yeah. Traditionally you I don't know, show up it, for the draft. Yeah, it's usually at a time you when know, we're having two young kids, it's tough to but I, I try. But I've been there for a couple. But um, I just don't like drafting because a lot of times I don't put in enough work in the, in the season <laughs> to do the scouting. And then even when I do, I'm like, uh, there's been a couple of years where I've like, okay, I've scouted everything. I've got my list. I've got everything ready to go. And the guy that I end up picking, he just sucks. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is pointless. So just give me veteran guys that I know. I know who they are. I know what their abilities are. So yeah, but I don't know. We'll see. Maybe maybe I'll switch my philosophy up a little bit here in the next couple couple years, and we'll see how it goes. Did so you make
0: any other yeah. deals before the deadline?
2: Um, uh, I made one, and I feel terrible now because I can't remember what it was. But I made a I made a deal with the commanders. Wait, who's no? Who's a yeah AC right? He's yeah. the commanders, right? Yeah. Yeah, I traded. I traded with him, and to be a hundred percent honest with you, I don't remember what I traded.
0: <laughs> it must have been a good one.
2: I think it was an offensive lineman for. No, it was a safety that I converted to a linebacker. Or. Someone. Okay.
3: <laughs> Compelling.
2: Yeah. 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 Well, see, this is why this is why I don't draft people because I, I don't remember <laughs> who they are. <laughs> all right justin take take us
0: through take us through uh the good ones
3: well i mean i think that we would be doing everybody a disservice um if we didn't uh talk to pasta about one of the major blockbusters right which was the trade for buddha baker uh there was a uh, lot of draft capital Baker. that was moved and the quality pass rushing outside linebackers so uh pasta why don't you tell us about how this one came together
1: Yeah, so I actually was uh, pursuing a different player with a very similar trade package offered, uh, and that did not uh, materialize. Uh, And then we had a Cardinals owner come in and put him on the block. We're past
0: the trade deadline. Can't you just say who it was?
1: Uh, Minka Fitzpatrick. Okay. So I'm targeting... Uh, I want, you know, even Madden 22 uh, over the four years, I didn't have uh, that, you know, and and Buddha is basically a play free safety for me. I didn't have uh, the dynamic playmaker in the secondary uh, at the other safety position, because I want someone who's going to clean up like we talked about earlier. I am going to freelance some with the other safety. So I need another. So if I can have. Uh. The, the safety on the other side of the field or in the deep middle um, covering for me a bit, I think that that changes uh, a little bit of what I can do and it it it, it, uh, it protects me a little bit and so you know my like my dream would have been you know there's a few free safeties who are really awesome. They're all under contract uh, and and most of them untradeable because of uh, cap penalties so you know, I targeted one that didn't happen, and then Buddha goes on the block, and I'm like, I'm willing to give this up. Well, the the other thing is he's a uh, a Washington guy, so you know I've known him since he since college, playing in college, and so he you know he's always been one of my favorites. Uh, and the Seahawks could have drafted him. I think he got picked one pick after we took somebody, uh, so that was uh, you know disappointing. And he's been awesome, and so you know I was. Excited to get the safety I want, and this is also not just like a rental. This is not uh, this is me planning ahead for multiple seasons because Quandre digs, Jamal Adams, I'm probably going to move one or both this off season because the money makes sense. I'm going to be able to save over $10,000,000 on each Jamal one Adams outside.
0: right here, buddy. I'll be yeah. in that inbox.
1: Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what I end up doing there, but I knew I was going to need a safety either in the draft or now. For next season, and so I I thought the draft picks. You know, can you get a good safety in the draft? Possibly, uh, but still, not going to be ninety something rated even by the end of season four. So, um, so I wanted to get that guy now, and I gave up two firsts and two seconds, um, and that sounds like a lot. And it, you know, it is in terms of draft capital. But um, I, what allowed me to do that is I still have a first rounder this year.
0: Wow, Uh, Broncos.
1: Uh, So that was that comes from the Noah Fant trade where I got two firsts (laughs) for him uh, from from the Colts. So uh, so I have uh, the Colts first round draft pick this year still. So I could do that. Uh, I can still fill a hole on my roster in the draft. And now I've got one that I was going to try to fill uh, taken care of. And he's under contract for another season past that, and I'll be able to clear the money to account for it. So it made sense for me to do this right now, because I w- I may not have done it uh, if I was still struggling, if I didn't think I had a chance to make a run this season. And so uh, now I'm in a position where I can take advantage of that, plus I have uh, have it covered for next season. So I thought it made a lot of sense to me to pull the trigger on that. It's a lot, lot to give up, but I think uh, I got what I
0: Yeah, I'm jealous. I, I wanted him, too. But I will say I did not have two firsts and two seconds to uh, compete with you. So if someone really wants draft picks, I was never
3: really in the running.
1: Um, yeah, the Cardinals The Cardinals did a great job uh, preparing for a rebuild. I mean, there's a brand sure new owner, difficult. by
3: the way. We should point that out. Brand, yeah. brand new owner jumped in basically the day before the trade deadline. Immediately <laughs> figured out who we wanted to put on the block. And yeah. worked some really good deals. I mean, he's he's up to a hot start. That's a really really excellent uh, first dip into the league. I was like, yeah. cause I
0: you know, I bring everyone in. I have those initial conversations, and mm-hmm. what happened with the review of the uh, Lions and Bengals trade. I said to the guy, like, hey, it's only like a day before the trade deadline. Maybe don't make any moves because uh, <laughs> you know you're just getting your feet wet or whatever he didn't respond and just immediately had like five people on the trade block and i was like
3: what yeah and (laughs) and like he put some guys in the block and like i want to be helpful so i'm like hey you know this is probably worth a decent amount just so you know it is like yeah he's hauling in like multiple first and seconds and players i could have just kept my mouth shut he didn't need my feedback no i suppose not
1: i my initial offer was actually um what was it uh it was uh first and second this season and a first and fourth in the next season and he worked me up to the second which i was willing to do but he uh you know he he did not he was not just giving guys away it was uh, a smart approach that he took and uh, you know like i said in the discord i i was surprised that there weren't other teams that were that were trying to shed contracts or accumulate uh, draft picks yeah
3: i i shouldn't kick the tires i want to highlight no- another one of his trades because he also put up uh the middle linebacker isaiah simmons on the block uh and so i know a number of us uh were sniffing around that uh and it's not a big surprise why you know isaiah simmons he's young he's only 25 um he's fast passed- by the
1: way 90- picked off uh picked Picked off uh, past two passes against the Cowboys today. There you go. Yeah, he's he's
3: he's a superstar. 84 overall. Uh, he's fairly cheap, six million a year. Uh, and so, th- like that's th- that 93 speed from a superstar middle linebacker is a really valuable commodity. Well, he's a strong and... safety now. <laughs> yeah, because he's got the speed for it. That's the that's the amazing thing. Um, like you know, we we we've been talking about rules. Around like whether or not you can make safeties into linebackers because of a speed mismatch, he had a linebacker that was too fast to be a safety even. Like it was ridiculous. Uh, I'm, uh, really really uh, Im- impressed by like the moves that he made. And I will say he has a ton of draft capital now, right? Right. He uh, better be think... good at drafting,
0: cause. He's right.
3: Scared. Yeah. So he picked up another first this year, next year, and a third this year, and a fourth. Uh. The... Uh, I believe the year after, uh, and he wanted offensive linemen, so we got a couple offensive linemen. Even like I tried offering him some of my guys, but you know for money reasons and things like that, and the fact that I like drafting too much to give up a lot of draft capital, I couldn't mm-hmm. quite swing a deal. But like that's a that's a hell of a player that he moved, and he got exactly what he wanted for it. Excellent, excellent dealing.
1: Look, even yeah. if even if he's you know how well he drafts is one thing. It, Having those draft picks, there will be people who need to move players. Yeah. Um, you can use those draft picks for that too. So, uh, yeah. And I, I, like, yeah. And,
3: <laughs> and I think with a new player, like, you know, new to the league, uh, you know, we're, we're always a little apprehensive or at least cautious about like them making big moves because you never know how long somebody's going to stick around right away. So it's like, all right, please don't like, you know, blow your team out and then bail. And honestly, like, you know, if he was raptured tomorrow, his the cards are set up <laughs> really well going forward. You heard me.
0: You, you never know. Raptured. Okay. Right? Uh, yeah. Are there any other uh, big trades you want to go over before we call it a show?
3: Boys? Uh, I'm of my head.
0: Okay. Uh, that's going to do it for our show tonight. Yay. As a reminder, we're always looking for new people to join our wait list. Uh, When people quit, they don't do it with a lot of warning. So it's really important that if you want to play in the league, that you sign up for the wait list. Twitter.com slash 4THSL. It's all over the screen here, also in our show notes. So easy to find. It's in the bio. Uh, Thank you, Pasta. Thank you, Justin. Uh, We'll probably have another show soon. Who's to say? Kinda, uh, you know, we've become more regular in the last four weeks, but other than that, it's been like eight months, I think, between shows. So, can't can't really know.
3: Um, Easter famine.
0: Yeah. Shout out to uh, Morty. Who talk about rapture? Losing your franchise, that's awful. So, pour one out for him. Uh, follow the Twitter. Follow this channel. Come join our Discord if you just want to talk about real life football. That's allowed too. It's all allowed. It's all good. Um, Pasta. Anything you want to promote? Uh no. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, write any good reviews lately? Uh
3: you know what? I uh, I am working on s- some stuff right now, but um may- I'm still trying to take it easy coming out of the holiday. I kinda burned myself out. Um stay tuned because at some point Pasta and I will work out the timing of our game, and I I do I am hopeful that it'll be a really good football game. I'm a little skeptical because frankly Pasta's a much better player than I am, but I think I have I've constructed a good enough roster that I'm a little insulated. So yeah, and also, you'll get
0: 300 yards of Nick Chubb back in your lineup.
3: Yeah, well, will. And if I can keep throwing for 400 yards with my rookie quarterback, yeah, who knows? All right. And I, will get, I will get
0: this episode up tonight. So if you are hearing it right now, you too can find out when they're playing. Uh, I'm sure one of them will tweet it. So follow Justin uh, and Pasta on Twitter. I will not link to them. So good luck in finding them. <laughs> All right. Bye, everyone.